I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello everybody and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. I am joined by none other than Jason Foxy Fox. Hello. He is, um, you're you're a really nice man, aren't you, deep down? <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like you are. Yous are all so terrifying when you're standing on those mountaintops, but sitting here chatting to you like you're in my front room, I feel like we're besties. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> Now that now that the, the mountains have been taken out of the equation, I've got nothing to be mean with. Yeah, that's it. Thing. You're not so brave, are you, without nah. all those bastard hills? No, nah, not without them mountains. <laughs> <laughs> or, or or the odd puddle. Oh god, the puddles, man. Don't <laughs> even get us started. I'm get, I'm getting flashbacks. We're moving on. Um yeah. I wanted to say before we go any further, like I feel like there's a lot of fellas at the moment, and like for me, I just feel like you men like men, women, or whoever whatever, you can't talk enough about mental health you know but I feel like there's a lot of fellas doing it but even still someone like you coming out right like I know for example my sister's fella he's like sick like big 20 stone rugby player absolute massive mank geezer there's no way he cares that Russell Kane's talking about mental health like he just doesn't mm. he's not bothered even though I know Russell Kane's a great fella and what, what he's doing is brilliant Danny's not yeah. asked mm. but when you stand up and talk about mental health that makes him take notice and like, I don't mean to toot your own horn for you, but no, it's good. It's good to hear. It's, it's good that it resonates with people. It does, and like, there's a whole, there's this whole like sea of fellas who've been brought up to believe that being a man or being strong mm. is not showing emotion, never showing weakness, like being this like toxic male presence. Mm. And actually, you're proving that you can be strong and you can have a successful military career and you are a real man, even if you do have issues with your mental health. So I just wanted to toot your trumpet for you there. Thank you very much. I think what I'd like to add to that, just to... Feel free. Just to, if any, if there is any tough geezers listening, is uh, the old um, sucking it up and making out that there's nothing wrong obviously doesn't work because blokes are still going around sort of ending shit which isn't great so we should yeah yeah, so we should probably go and look at a different way and a different approach and it doesn't actually detract away from you being a a manly bloke because i'd like to think i still conduct myself in a reasonably tough manner but i just you're fucking terrifying but i'm just obviously very honest with myself about 
you know, things that go on in my head. And I'm happy to talk about them because it's the one thing that actually sorted me out. Anyway, message done. Oh, no, but I th- important message. So wax yeah. lyrically all you want, Pess. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So in two th- it was 2012 when you were discharged from the military after a diagnosis of PTSD. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yes. Did you know before that dis- like before that discharge that there was something wrong? I, yeah. So the only reason they knew is because I actually... In 2011, middle of 2011, I felt different about my job. Right. I was basically getting ready to go away again. And for the first time, I didn't, I wasn't looking forward to it. And I, that bothered me. And I was like, oh, hang on a minute. shift. And yeah. And then I remembered someone said, oh, if you feel a bit different about stuff, you should probably go and see this person on the base. And I'm like, oh, fucking hell. You know, the, the psychotherapist and my eye. And so I did it on the slide, like snuck in, yeah. told him, told the person it was off the record because I didn't want it being gobbed off about. And then that set in motion that whole sort of journey with the initial part of dealing with mental health. And I wasn't dealing with it. I was still was like, even though I'd gone and seen someone, I still was denying it in my head. That's why nothing got done. And because I was doing that, the interaction that I was getting from the professionals wasn't great. And yeah. so in the end, they were like, oh, right, you're, you, you, have, you have to be medically discharged because you're now at the point where you're depressed, blah, 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 blah. Because so you weren't that's... being honest with yourself, with them, like you weren't like, feeling yeah, your they, feels, I suppose. Yeah, they didn't know that. They just thought that I was, you know, the conclusion that they came to was like, this, is, this job has obviously had that much of an impact that it has made you feel like this, and that means you need to leave this job. And I was like, hey, I was like, but I fucking love this job. I just want you to say something that makes me love it again. And obviously it's not that easy. So then I left and then I've woken up and I've been told I'd feel better and I don't feel worse because now I haven't got that. The one thing that that, you felt like brought you comfort and made you feel like you had a home in that. Yeah, exactly. So then that's that's when the real journey started, really, when it was the day I left, to be fair. Do you think there was one certain thing that like brought on this feeling one certain nah. situation instance whatever internet do you think it's just doing what you did for a prolonged period of time i think it it was doing doing what i did for a good it was a good solid block of like nine ten years mm, yeah ish going away all the time and then trying to lead a normal life with i had a you know obviously was in a relationship that didn't go well had a daughter she was really she was born really ill and all those sort of things would like um just compounded the issue and then to go in with that you know you're in that job and you're always you're going on command courses where you're expected to come top of the course or do really well all those different things built up and then when you go away you're seeing you're getting involved in some crazy shit and so after a while it's just I think it's just an amalgamation of lot when if someone says Oh, can you remember remember that one thing? I'm like, no, because it wasn't. It's just it's just stuff that happened. Yeah. And also, I think in order to get through this stuff, which a normal person, a non-military, do you call with civvies? Is that what you call? Civ pop. That's right. Also, little civ pops. Um, civ- civilian oh, population. Yeah. Like a nice lolly for a little bit when you said that a civ pop. So, <laughs> so it was little civ pops. Like the stuff you go through is fucking harrowing, and like you couldn't. 
like even the small experience I had with it, you just can't get up the next day and move on from it. So do you think you have to like normalize it? You have to compartmentalize it in order to get up and do it every day again? Yeah, hundred percent. Like it's what, it's what everyone else does in their everyday life when they're doing something over and over again that bothers them. They not like coppers, like nurses, doctors, they'll do the same. They'll normalize it. They'll become dis disengage with emotion sometimes you know like imagine doctors that are constantly God, dealing yeah. with kids that die or something they have to they will become almost non-emotional to it and i think that's just a that's just a coping mechanism that us humans have got we'll, we we'll all do it we all default to that i've been in situations that have been so scary that after about a minute and a half of them being scary they don't become scary because i'm norm- my head's going all oh, right okay that's going on over there and you're almost just internally commentating on it to yourself to make it normal. Does that make like sense? Like you have to, like that's how you had to cope with it in order to stay there and be good mm. and, and get to where you got to. Yeah. So the, the day after you left, like after you were sort of discharged and you were lying there and it felt like, oh God, what do I do now? Did, was there any support from like your peers, from the army, from anyone? Or you just expected to like fucking go on and like put your life back together now? They... At the time, they said there would be, there wasn't, but I don't blame anyone for it because I think it's a huge organisation with a lot of people and they're trying to put out a million different yeah. fires and sometimes people slip through the net and I'd say I probably did. And I didn't help myself because I I did disappear as well. You know, I, I can't blame my peers at all one bit because I actually disappeared off the face of the planet for a good 18 months. I, I, I'm now, you know, reconnected with people that mean a lot to me, but... I did sort of like sliver away just to, I don't know, through a little bit was through embarrassment. And the other one was I didn't really know what I needed to do. I thought to myself, well, if I've been told I don't need that in my life, then I need to obviously make a clean break and try and be normal, whatever that is. And obviously after a period of time, once I started that, my like positive journey with mental health, I realized that I need to still be in touch with people that know me. And I, they, not only do I know them, they know me. Yeah, but I think like it's super difficult. And I, I kind of, so I feel like when you're in the, when you're in the military, you're doing one thing all the time. And like, you're almost, even though you're going all these different places and experiencing all these high pressure and very difficult situations, like, you know what you're doing. It's that, it's, it's what you've been trained to do, like we mentioned before. Mm. And then when you get let out, like, when or discharged or you choose to leave like that that new step that world out there that's the unknown that's the scary bit and it's kind of like i'll probably or i wouldn't describe you as a panda but you know pandas in the zoo Mm. when they are like in danger and so they try and keep them in the zoo and they breed them and whatever and then they're like all right we've got enough pandas now we're going to open the doors and you can go out and the panda just sits there Mm. because the panda doesn't know what to do Mm. Like, mm. I feel like it's a bit like that. It is. But I wouldn't call you a panda because I'd be scared to do that. No, no, it's true because it's ultimately like you get let out and all the cool stuff that you used to do that was fun and exciting gets taken away and it gets it gets replaced with, right, you've got to, you've got to go to the dentist and pay for it or you've got to do your tax return. I'm like, what? What's Car insurance. Fucking like, hell. Yeah, when, you, when you're in the military, you get told when to go to the dentist and yeah. it's free. And like all that sort of stuff, yeah. do you know what I mean? And so all the fun stuff got replaced with all the crap stuff and you're like, ah. Life admin. You're like, hang on a minute, what's happened here? <laughs> oh, God. Horrendous. I feel like it must have been such a huge adjustment and 
that 18 months was probably very difficult and obviously you've come out the other side like stronger mentally really healthy and happy and I'm so proud of you but it's obviously had a lasting effect on you because you've started up um a foundation with your friend Jamie Sanderson haven't you called like rock to recovery and that is is that helping young lads to sort of navigate that space? It, it, it's helping young lads and lasses from across the board of the Look military. Look at me, I'm and so sexist. Women sort of dip- can do the military too. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, they Fucking can. not very progressive of me. Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> lasses. And and also everyone's dependents, you know, so families that are involved and also impacted by, you know, mental health issues within people and... I we both set it up. Me and Jay, Jamie's fr- actually from the northeast. He's a Bridlington lad. Oh God! Uh, honestly, so bit, bit, my fella yeah, used yeah. to own, my ex fella used to own amusements down there. I always used to go and play on the oh, slot machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a his old man had a fishing trawler in Bridlington. Did he? But, um, Such a small world. <laughs> it is, yeah. So um, he's from up there. He, li- he lives down south now. Oh. But um, don't blame him. We 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 set it up. <laughs> we set it up and didn't know what it was going to be and it's now morphed into this thing mainly because of his hard work and drive because he is I he has the credit and deserves it I just now gob off about it because I have (laughs) like we were talking about earlier I've got the I've got a position that is good for good for doing that yeah but he yeah he's he's actually a qualified now so he was an ex you know we we served pretty much the same sort of time and um, he's now qualified and delivers coaching, oh, travels, wow. you know, travels all over the nation, helping people, doing all the intervention stuff and keeping the whole thing going. Good lad, legend. So he's really gone balls to the wall with it and you're just the pretty mm. face. <laughs> I wouldn't have said that. He's not too bad himself. <laughs> oh, bless. But no, it must it must be so nice, Foxy, to feel like you turned something that was a dark moment in your life, something that was negative, into what has ended up being light and positivity for a lot of young people yeah it's been it's been good it's a good thing it's good to remember that we do it and there's lots of actually on that note i will just wanted to say there's a guy that i know that i used to serve with called dinger because his last name's bell of course he classic. is classic <laughs> but he he's just done a fundraising event to raise money for rock to recovery which is our organization and he rode on his own from new york to cornwall and he got in yesterday after 118 days. Jesus Mental. Christ. Mm. His story's on Instagram. NY to UK solo row, I think it is. Wow. But honestly, men, he got in yesterday and he did like, they did a little um, Insta live thing as he came in. And it's it's quite hard to watch without sort of steaming up. Uh, honestly, I am it, his, his such da- a His funny. dad's there. His dad... His dad's there to meet him and everyone thought he was going to die and all sorts of rubbish. Hey, listen, speaking of someone, right, who a couple of years ago did a bike ride called the Hilly 100 to raise money for breast cancer, (laughs) right? It was in Cornwall and it is quite hilly. I totally underestimated it. The state of my undercarriage, Foxy, like after that, (laughs) wasn't worth, it's not worth talking about. It honestly, it's been, it's been described as a punch lasagna. Right, it was awful, mate. So I can only imagine what he must have gone through because he's got bits I haven't got. Well, I, I um, a few years ago, I rode across the Atlantic with a couple with a few mates, and I had a, uh, I ended up one day not being able to sit down. It was it was horrendous. It's awful. And, uh, I, I had a I had a boil right on right on my hoop, and my mate <laughs> had to laugh. My mate 
my mate had to lance it every day. I, I, like, I had the easy part of that um, <gasps> horrific experience. Oh, Aldo Kane, Aldo Kane, good mate of mine, that good that he lanced my um, inappropriate boil. There we go. Aldo Kane is such a good name. It sounds like he should either be the lead singer in a rock band or a fucking international super spy. <laughs> like, I love that name. That is seriously cool. <laughs> is he as cool as his name would suggest? I mean, he's lancing bo- he, boils. He's got to be our eat. He is, yeah. he's um, he, he does stuff on telly. He sometimes comes away with me or I go away with him. We've done some bits and pieces. He's an adve- he's an ex- he's an explorer, adventurer, and all round good lad. Oh. We were in the Marines together years ago. Well, if he's going to lance butt boils, he sounds like he's definitely up there. He's- <laughs> he is, yeah. <laughs> One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, so that's an amazing foundation. Well done to you. It's so lovely to be like sort of paying it forward and giving back. I have this burning question to ask. And it was like, when I first agreed to do SES, I kind of like went and followed you all and didn't want to be too bait about it, you know, but I just wanted to see. And it was really weird to me to see your interactions on, on Insta because obviously I assume I get them because I'm, I've come from a reality TV background. Everybody is so judgmental and very quick to assume I'm crap at everything and I don't deserve mm. what I've got. And every time I get like an insult or a troll on Instagram, I kind of always think... So, so there's a little dark part of me that goes, you, yeah. do, you deserve that, Vicky, because you aren't anything special, you know? And like, I work hard at getting rid of that. But mm. I remember looking at your Instagram and seeing this guy having a go at you. Um, and he called you, like, I, I forget his exact words, so I'm paraphrasing, but it's something like, you're a bit like you're a sellout or something. Oh, yeah. And I, I remember reading that and you'd answered him back and I thought, I don't know how you can bite your tongue at this cunt, quite frankly, because I was fuming on your behalf. What did what did I answer back? What did I answer back? You were just like, you were very measured. It was something along the lines of like, mate, like, have you even, like, have you done the things I've done? Like, I'm I'm not a sellout. Like, get this off me page. It was very measured considering, like, I would have been like, who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> I would have lost my temper and proved the troll to be incredibly right, you know? Um, but that must, and, and exactly, the foul mouthed, whatever. But I just wonder, like we said what the best part about this new space you found yourself in, which you accidentally fell into, you've been very honest. But what is the worst part about this space you found yourself in? Probably probably that. Yeah. I probably the, the, the probably the um the, so when you think about it, like I come from an extremely shadowy background and then you get this end of the spectrum you get catapulted into this, which yeah. there is a good 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 things you know you've got the platform to talk to but talk about stuff you do get a lot of people come up and say oh it's great you know thank you for doing that show or doing this show or saying that that's good but then also you are also exposing yourself to like negativity and there's an awful lot well 
I don't know whether there's an awful lot. It's only the stuff you hear, isn't it? Yeah. That's the stuff you actually, it's sort of like, and it sticks there, out but... as well, doesn't it? Like you can have a hundred nice comments where people saying like, what are you doing for men's mental health is amazing and mm. you smashed that there and you showed me kindness and because of you, I'm this. But you know, it'll be that one prick mm. that sticks out and it always is. But the fee- the thing is nowadays I've sort of, I've coached myself around it and if someone's got something negative to say, they've probably got an issue with themselves. Yeah, that's how you've got to look at it, isn't it? Mm. I mean... If you if you feel that strongly that you need to be negative towards someone you don't know, then I think you need to look internally. That's what I now go and take from those little moments. I always say, and I said this on Instagram really recently about women supporting women, because again, I'm not trying to leave out the boys, but it's just what I know. No, exactly. And I just said, like, you know, I used to be a mean girl like years ago. And it wasn't because I was a horrible person or anything like that. Like, I've actually not got a bad bone in my body. It was because I was... I was out of my comfort zone. I was out of my depth. Mm. I was lost. I was misguided. I was scared. And like whenever I'd see somebody who had it all together or seemed to be confident or mature or anything, it showed me what I wasn't and I lashed out. Mm. And that's what it is when people say nasty things, when people troll, when they're cruel, when they're negative, when they're mean. Like it's because Mm. something in you holds up a mirror to them and shows them something they haven't got. Yeah, agreed. I think you're right. I, thank you. I think I'm right as well. Um, Foxy, before I let you go, I just wanted to say, like, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. Um, yes. No, likewise. I've really, I've, do you know what? I've really, really appreciated being asked on. Have you? Honestly, good. I thought, yeah. fuck, now he's going to have no time for me. I kind of turned the telly no, no. on without seeing his face. He's going to be like, you think no, I've got good. time for this? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been good. It's good to good to step out of your comfort zone. Thank you so much. Well, you've seemed like you've talked to it like a duck to water, mate, so nobody would know. Um, I just wanted to ask, you've obviously got loads of pearls of wisdom. It feels like you've lived like a million lives. Like you've definitely transitioned seamlessly into this new world. You're doing loads for men's mental health. You're a bit of an inspiration, but I don't feel like that term's going to sit too well with you so I'm going to move on swiftly um I just wanted to ask um here on Vicky Patterson the Secret Show, we always get our lovely guests to give our gorgeous listeners um a kind of a little pearl of wisdom a takeaway so they don't just feel like they've been listening to me chat shit for an hour and we could have loads for you because you're inspirational like I mentioned before but I want to know what your secret is to building inner strength okay so inner strength the secret to it is get up in the morning and scoff five Krispy Kreme donuts. No, I'm joking. Um, I don't do anything like that. Oh, my um, God, I was so happy that that's what it was because I could do no. that. I was buzzing. No, it's, 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 it's even easier than that. Okay. So the whole inner strength thing is about being emotionally aware, which means now I'm going to bear with me. Okay. It means you have, you have to be – you have to give yourself the, – the time and the respect that you as a person deserves. So inner strength is all about understanding how you feel. So if you feel a certain way that is you feel is negative towards yourself, whether it's anger, jealousy, fear, or any of list ongoing, take the time to explore why you feel like that. Don't try and push it away and ignore it. Actually enjoy the fact that you feel a certain way and then look at how you can rectify it in a positive way. You might not work it out to begin with, but the fact that you've given yourself that time to think about you, you'll already start feeling better and you will have inner strength to go on and deal with the day in a much better way than you would do if you tried to ignore it, stormed around town in a hissy fit, making everyone else's lives miserable as well. Yeah, it's that. It's all it is, is 
your emotions, how we feel, are basically indicators that you should probably pay yourself a bit of attention. It's so weird, isn't it? Because, like, you know, pain, it's your body's way of telling you, like, oh, that's, like, don't do that again. Like, that wasn't nice. Mm, Exactly. But these, the things that we have in place of pain in terms of, like, our mental health, you know, like, like, if we feel run down, if we feel exhausted, if we get like snappy, we ignore those. Mm. We push them to one side. We 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 soldier on. Yeah. And it's mad that we physical pain we completely acknowledge and that's fine. But all the stuff in terms of like your mental side, we just ignore. We do. And like let it let it fester and grow and manifest itself in horrible ways. So yeah, I do think feeling your feels is so important, and it's really important that men like you preach that foxy so thank you yeah no thank you thank you for uh having me on Ah, it's been it's been great you're so welcome last time i spoke to you i was probably shouting yeah (laughs) you yeah i think i was probably getting a bollock in but in all fairness i probably deserved it nah (laughs) nah it was it was all good all good fun oh foxy i love you so much thank you so much for being such a nice guest thanks very much Well, guys, that was the incredibly inspirational Jason Carl Fox, one of the stars of SAS Who Dares Wins. The celebrity season is still on at the moment. Um, I'm sure you guys knew all of that. But, e God, I was so nervous to speak to him. Last time I seen him, he was, like, bollocking me up some bloody Scottish mountain. So to be sitting relaxed in my house was a whole different vibe. But, yeah, the anxiety was still there beforehand. I needn't have worried. Such a lovely fella. And I hope you guys took something away from that. I certainly did. Um, If you're loving Beauty Patterson The Secret too, first of all, let me say thank you. We've been doing this for quite a while now. And God, it wouldn't be possible without you. So big love. Um, There is a whole host of guests that you may have missed. We have quite an extensive back catalogue these days. Um, So make sure you're up to date. We've got Ulrika Johnson, Gabby Roslin, Aurea Duba, Tanya Bardsley, Alex Mitten, to name but a few. Um, Yeah, so please keep telling your friends, leaving reviews and keeping up to date. I love doing this. I really do. Take care, guys, and have an amazing week. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.